The seven stages of relating. Stage two, discovery. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hey everyone and welcome to Stage 2 Discovery. Ooh, the second stage of a relationship. <laughs> the stage of when reality sets in. When all of a sudden we go, oh, hang on a second. <gasps> they have flaws? They have flaws. My God, I thought they were perfect. They have ridiculous amounts of jumpers and they hog up the bathroom cabinet with all their stuff. <laughs> they have loads of purple stuff. There's nothing wrong with purple. <laughs> I'm okay with having half of one shelf in the corner of the bathroom cabinet. I've got used to it because obviously I don't have enough beauty products. It's pretty much some deodorant <laughs> and and a toothbrush. And Says, uh, bear in mind that this man has a 10-metre shed outside and I have two boxes in it. <laughs> Look, I would say that predominantly that's all for work. Yes. It's, it's a combined <laughs> It's a combined shed. I just keep it organised and clean because that's the sort of guy I am. So the wheels haven't fallen off yet, have they, Beck? No. No. I think this part of the relationship, this stage, is a really important one because it is when we stop seeing people with this this sort of rose-coloured glasses mm. and we actually start to see them and go, oh, you're like this and you do these things differently and you don't always think like I do and there is conflict in that. Yeah. But in that conflict there's also learning about, okay, well, we don't have to agree on this or can we compromise on that? And I guess this is a stage where you decide whether you can live with their flaws. Yeah. Can this person just be your person in spite of the fact they're not exactly how you might create them to be in your head? Yeah, whether the things that they do bother you or not. I reckon this happens around, for most people, the three-month mark. Yeah, why is that? Oh, it's just seemed to be a pattern, I reckon, that I've noticed with people. Hmm. And it's where they'll be like, oh, now they're doing this and this and I don't know about this and this. Or these insecurities come in or these questions come in about this person, whether this person is potentially their person or not, whether they should keep going. Yeah, you start to discover more about them, don't you? Mm. It's not just the passion holding you together. Now you've had some time to get to know them. And in getting to know them, you don't always like everything about what they do. They might be someone who leaves a toilet seat up and you're like, well, I think it should be down. You know, I don't do that, actually. So They might have 10 cats. They, yeah, you they might, might be not cat. want to live with that. They might be cat obsessed. They might be someone who isn't as clean as you. They might have different yeah. values. This is, I guess, when our podcast, The Ways We Are Different, really comes out because then it's like, hang on a second, we're different in these different ways, can we be okay with that? Yeah, it's where you work out what you're willing to compromise on and what you're not. What values are you willing to compromise on or not compromise on? Do you think a lot of relationships don't make it past this point? Mm -hmm. What do you reckon happens? Do people just go, nah, non-negotiable, or it gets a little bit hard, or like they want to be in the honeymoon stage all the time? 
yeah, a few of those, I think all of the above. I think quite often that oxytocin and that dopamine hit has died. She's talking science now. I know, so, it's, it's she's sexy, so sexy. She's so sexy when she talks science. <laughs> and she talks maths as well. <laughs> Starts trying to talk all math, mathsy to me. I'm like, ooh, hello there. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down, Tiger. <laughs> And I think that sanity sets in. Sanity? What do you mean the sanity? Oh, your sanity. In? You get your sanity back. Cause, oh, okay, yeah. 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 Yep. Before that, you're kind of on, you know, cloud nine. Mm. And now you're back down to cloud like six or something. Yeah, and, five. and apparently this is a stage where people get quite disappointed, fantasised mm. this, this amazing, This amazing person in my life mm. who's going to make everything right. Going to make me happy. Going to make me happy. It's Mr. Mrs. or other... Right. And what happens then? Then when you're disappointed, you've got to sort of go, oh, what do I do now? Yeah, it is that vital stage. I think that is quite often a make or break a stage for a lot of people. And I guess this is where the really good conversations need to start happening. Mm. If they haven't started in the first one while you're being all passionate, mm. then now this is imperative. Yeah. If there's no conversations here, then it doesn't move on to the next bit. You can't that's deepen right. that relationship, can you? Yeah, that's right. And it can be that decider whether you keep going or not. Yeah, so this really is that stage where if you're going to keep going with it, you really need to adjust to the reality of what you're in. Learning to deal with the differences of conflict that come up yep. at this stage and finding your individuality and your independence while in this relationship and how that works for you both. Yes, yeah, so you're no longer just the two people all wrapped up in each other. Now we're individuals with our own personalities, beliefs, values. How do we work those together? Mm. Because in working those together and in accepting each other's, yep. learning to go, yep, I accept who you are, how you are, you're laying down the groundwork, the framework for that relationship. And in that, there's got to be acceptance. It's got to be, it can't just be tolerance. It can't just be like, oh, I guess I can put up with it because then the wheels will fall off that later on. You can only tolerate something. You can only tolerate it for a certain period of time. When you accept it, when we go, yep, that's how it is, that makes it easier. When I think about relationships at this stage, I remember talking to friends of mine who are like, oh, this person just wants to try and change me. Now all of a sudden they're in here and they used to think I was wonderful and now they're like, oh, well, you should do this or you should do that and mm. maybe you need to do this more in your life. They feel like rather than being a conversation, let's work together. How might this work? It becomes this sort of you need to go and do this for this to work. I think this is important for people to realise that there are stages to a relationship where if you were in that situation and we all have been. Mm, yes, we have. <laughs> you would go, oh, this is that second stage, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. And this You'd is us it. working out whether actually we're each other's person or not. Taking it personally, you'd be like, oh, oh my goodness, I don't like this that I do and this Why that I do. They, they like- want to change me. They want to do. But this is just normal and this might actually be the sand in the line. This might be the... The sand in the line. I'm going to keep that in. No, yep. don't. That. <laughs> I know you're talking about. You're talking about that the sandy line. line. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep you that in. You could have like a podcast of my like mingled up <laughs> your, phrases. Your wild words. I've come to accept them. And accept <laughs> you're you okay for, with that. And I've accepted you for who you are. And the fact that I seem to have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> 
do we have to have a conversation about whether you're going to move on with podcasting with me or not? Let's take it as a yes because you're funny. (laughs) I think in expressing those personal wants and needs, well, what do we actually want? And having conversations and learning to just compromise. If we want this to move forward, we have to actually agree. And it's not just agree to disagree. It's actually we have to get to that same space together that this is going to be okay for both of us. Or not. And that's okay too. You know, if you want to end, if people at this point go, this isn't right for me. Yeah. When there's a non-negotiable, it could be. When there's when lots all... of values that don't match up. Yeah. You know. It could be a couple who get together and then all of a sudden, after all the passion and they go, hey, well, how do you feel about kids? And one goes, yeah, I'm not into them. And the other one's like, oh, I've always wanted kids. And you go, oh, okay. This needs to actually be a really important conversation because that yeah. could be a non-negotiable. Mm. You don't want to move on from this stage into, yes, we'll just get together and it will work itself out because those things don't always work themselves out, do they? No, they don't. Thanks so much for listening and join us next time for our next episode. Stage three, conflict. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.